It's finally here. The Avengers table has begun. Stick to football. Sims and Lefko together. I think it's Sims and Lefko finally stick to football. I think that's where we are. Yeah. Or stick to football. Sims and Lefko. I'm just glad we're doing it. It's uh, it's been a year. We've been saying, oh, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll, yeah. we'll all get together. We'll make this happen. Except for I live in the middle of nowhere, so it makes it really hard to do. But yeah. Now we got you. Good, uh, good to be at this tiny table together. Well, move the hell out of the middle of nowhere and move back <laughs> somewhere, <laughs> and we can okay. do this all the time. Yeah. Glasses are too cheap in the middle of nowhere. So that's, uh, give me a raise, and we'll talk about it. Okay. I mean, what better week to do it though? Oh my gosh, it is draft week. We were literally right before the start of recording, going. None of us know what's going to happen. We don't. No, no idea. Because I want to say thank you to John Dorsey for making this fun, because when the first spot is there, then everyone reacts accordingly. We don't know. No. So what we're going to do today is we are going to take you into every single war room. I'm going to try and go into the top ten. I think if we move at a good pace, we can go from room to room. Uh, And here's how it's going to go. First, I want to say, Sims and Lefko listeners, we are joined by Connor Rogers, Matt Miller. These are the Stick to Football guys. Their listeners are called The Stickies. And Right? Which I don't know That's how right. that happened, but it did. Yeah, It's a good nickname. Yeah. We're the Sims and Lefkies that are our nicknames. Oh, uh, but they study the draft all year round. We've talked about them a lot, and I'm excited to work with them. Yeah, and for Stick to Football listeners, we're joined by Chris Sims uh, and Adam Lefko. Hey. I've had the pleasure of working with these guys for a long time, and we have pointed you to their show so many times of We'll start to talk NFL stuff, and I'll be like, well, no, no, just listen to Sims and Lefko. But here's what we're going to talk about, uh, kind of our spin on things. So it is good that we can finally get everything together and get Chris's perspective yes. as uh, a former pro quarterback, someone who went through this process, because we just pretend to do it. He actually did it. And and you're great at setting us up and also you know, keeping me from saying the F word way too many times. <laughs> well, we'll see. It's super exciting because Chris and Miller usually don't agree, and yes. I think this year is the first year where yeah, we're going to agree. I, I think it's going to change. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone's yeah, going to know right. it's going to be Connor. Yeah, because right. I work Connor, with both of them. Connor's running the draft yeah. for Bleacher Report. Yeah. By the way, you can watch it on Facebook. It is going to be able to be streamed in the app, and it's going to be on YouTube this year. Right. Thursday night. You don't need television and commercials and board storylines and a cable we're, bill we're just doing every pick yeah. online so yeah. join us no but connor I, I, knows because he kind of knows who you like well, he knows who miller likes. yes i, I mean i think that's a, something i'll say to both of them I, of course yeah miller's in the middle of nowhere so i don't get to talk to him as much but <laughs> yeah connor i mean i lean on connor all year long i mean so i mean sims and lefko guys if you want to know what's going on in college football and prospects during the nfl season you listen to them because that's the guy i go oh you know connor who do you like at this position or hey connor i just watch this guy I was impressed or I didn't like him or whatever and we have conversations and Connor can give me some perspective of what people are saying about the guy and if he liked him and if Miller liked him and it at least just makes me feel like I have some clue when it comes draft season. No doubt but the best thing about Chris is that he will take whatever he thinks his own approach. He will. Oh yeah. Because he doesn't use social media. No. And that's the idea. He'll ask me for the general consensus but that doesn't make him scared to say okay well that's wrong or that's that's complete nonsense. This is what I think and that's what's going to make 
this show so much fun. And that's what we're going to do. Here's the thing. I just can't believe we have to pay homage to you. Like, you're going to make the final call. <laughs> oh, my God. Here's how it's going to go, you loud mouth. I am going to be the GM in each of these rooms. I'll be a John Dorsey, then I'll be <laughs> a Gettleman, then I'll be a McCagden. Sims is going to be my director of player pro player personnel, which means he knows the roster and what the team needs. Miller is going to be my lead of co- my director of college scouting. He knows everything. And then Connor is going to be my lead college scout that knows the in-depth. Here is how this is going to work. I'm going to transport you, the wonderful listeners of both shows, to each war room. Sims, you're going to have 30 seconds to give your player. Then Miller's going to give his player and a brief description why and Connor. Okay. We are not going to argue off the bat. I want to know who it is. If Sims and Miller both like Darnold number one and Connor says Allen number one, he has to explain why he differs from you. Right. So some of these picks might go fast. Yeah. Some of them might become an argument. All right, good. It's no holds barred, and it's Sims and Love going sick to football <laughs> doing a GM round. So for, for our <laughs> listeners, we do this a lot. We talk about it's what will happen versus what should happen. Right. So today's lot more what should happen exactly so that's fun yeah because look no one knows what's going to happen so let's just tell them what they should do yep so the first place we are going to go we i'm going to take you to cleveland and the war room with john dorsey okay i gotta be honest with you guys i completely lied i don't know who i'm taking with the first pick i have no idea i thought about calling a homeless guy i'm not sure sims who the hell do we draft at number one help me hey to me the number one guy john dorsey okay first of all is is josh allen that's okay. the guy i'm going with here they're, they're, listen none of, nobody is perfect in this draft at the quarterback position but this okay. is the guy i feel the most comfortable with especially in the division we play in and in the weather environment that we play in as well. Josh Allen, the physical gifts, yep. uh, his ceiling I think is as high as anybody in this draft. Uh, him and Lamar Jackson at the quarterback position. Big arm, gr- great size, elite size, elite athletics uh, for that size. Okay. okay? Yes, you're going right, to see... So you're going to go Josh Allen. I'm going Josh Allen. Is that okay. enough for you? Do you need that me to solidify lot, anything more? I have the picture of him on okay, my good. Uh, director of college scouting. I would say, John, what did you do last year? You went and got the traits guy and Patrick Mahomes. Right. Let him sit behind an okay quarterback for a year. And, and now Smith, look how yeah. loaded that team is in Kansas City. Let's do the same damn thing. Draft Josh Allen. Ooh. Let him sit behind Tyrod Taylor. Hey, we, there's no chicken shit drafting here. Let's get the best quarterback in terms of the future. Sam Darnold might be the best right now. But he, he might be the worst in five years. Mm. I, I think you got to jump on the table and take Josh Allen. All right, yeah. my, my lead scout, my prize possession. I have a feeling I'm going to have to do this rant a couple of times, <laughs> but for me it's Josh Rosen. I oh. think he's the best quarterback in this draft. I think he's the most pro-ready quarterback in this draft. I think he has the IQ that can handle the demands of whatever Hugh Jackson needs to not only survive this year but long term. When I look at Rosen, I look at a player that can really throw a touch to every single level of the field and a guy that, yeah, Tyrod Taylor might start. Rosen play and win football games this year and, and I feel the most comfortable with him. Mm. Alright, so I did hear Rosen on the Sims and Lefko podcast and he was great, so yeah. I, I, I'm a little biased. Yeah, the guy, that Lefko guy on the Sims and Lefko yeah. podcast, man, he was like ready Smitten. to blow Josh Rosen <laughs> full-fledged. A little aggressive. Sorry, John. Uh, uh, so do you. So, or Why are you against, are you against Josh Allen? Because I have two of oh, my lead drafting yeah, guys. I am. I'm, I'm scared of the development process with Josh Allen. I truly am. I think even that, though we have Tyrod, yeah, okay. I, I don't know if it's necessarily a time thing. I go back and watch him against his three games against Power Five schools, which was Iowa, Oregon, Nebraska. 
50% completion, one touchdown, eight picks, overwhelmed by the speed that those defensives mm. played at. That's kind of scary, guys. How do you respond to that? I think the three of us could have would have been his best receivers. Braxton Berrios yeah. over here would have been his number one. His <laughs> offensive line was terrible. Yeah. And I think that stats need context. How many drop passes were there? How many wrong routes were run? How many times was he asked to play hero ball? I was at the Iowa game scouting when his receiver dropped a dime that he scrambled and made a Ben Roethlisberger. Some of his best throws are incomplete passes. I mean, it's not perfect, but do we believe we could coach him up? His footwork has improved. He was an overstrider in college. We saw at the Senior Bowl Combine Pro Day that has been fixed. Exactly, it's going to continue to get better. His Mm. upside is. Like Chris said, I think his upside is better than anyone else's in the draft. I don't disagree with the Josh Rosen thoughts. I understand them. Like I'm a fan of Josh Rosen. You know that. Same and right. I do think he yeah. can come into Cleveland and play well, certainly. But I don't think his ceiling is at the same level either. And I just look at it. Listen, in 2018, the biggest thing I would have a concern with Josh Rosen, okay, yeah. is just that he is slightly unathletic for 2018 quarterbacks. Okay. Now, it's not a deal breaker, okay? But John Dorsey, too, is he your kind of guy, Josh Rosen, too? That's what, that, mm, that's what I think plays. Into this right, yeah. been hurt too. Uh, Allen again too. That I just want to second that thought that Matt Miller said is that would be a big thing for me. I mean, yes, when I watched film, there was little mechanical issues. Didn't see him at the Senior Bowl. I mean, he was the MVP of the Senior Bowl. Yeah. The Combine, he was extremely impressive. The Pro Day was, I thought, one of the most fun, impressive Pro Days I ever watched. I'm going to ask this then to yeah. my lead scout. If I end up going with Allen here, are you? Were you going to be able to stand by this? To save my job, I will, but I will remind you when we're fired that we passed so on Josh Rosen. you think that this Rosen. could go bad? I do. But mm. does Rosen want to play for us? That's That would be my biggest Adam fear. Adam Schefter came out and said he doesn't want to play in Cleveland. Fuck that guy. If you don't want to play for us, we don't want Listen, to. Listen, we don't bring the news in here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a decision. Mm-hmm. John Dorsey. Um, and and I definitely think that we got to go hard or go home. And I do love Josh Rosen. I really yeah. love Josh Rosen, but I have two of my lead guys here. I'm going to have to go with Josh Allen. Okay. Yeah, Josh Allen the pick, and, and like I, we all and do the Cleveland like Browns select I, Josh Allen. I like all of these guys. This is the thing Hold I on. hate about this. Hold but, on. Wait, can I just say one more thing too? Not even about it, but this is to me like, we're, can we get out of draft mode for a second? Yes. This I, I'm just I am so excited for Cleveland right now. I mean, I just don't understand like B- B- John Dorsey. Okay, he was the director of college scouting for the Green Bay Packers. What does Green Bay never do in free agency? Trade. Spend. Or signed. Yeah. So you're basically the GM, and you built through the draft for the Green Bay Packers from 2001 to 2011. Yep. And decade. what do they do? NFC Championships, Super Bowl appearances. Here he's got four Rogers. picks in the top 37, and you got one of the most perfect GMs, I think, in football to build this oh, team. I'm, and he's a firm believer. Staff. Right. Uh, right. Support staff right. is phenomenal. Yeah, and I'm also going to say this. I'm a firm believer. I don't think it's going to be really hard to replicate the talent on Jacksonville, but in two years, yeah. Cleveland could be a very big problem. Without All right, problem. so that was Cleveland. Now, I'd like to take you the to G-Man. the New York Giants, easy. the New York Giants, and Dave Gettleman. <laughs> Hello. Wait, you have to speak in a Boston accent. I'd like to welcome you to the Wellington Mara draft room. <laughs> if you go over to the corner, we have a cucumber oh, water. Man. Uh, look, we've been sitting here. We have Eli Manning, okay? We have Eli Manning. Uh, Christopher. Yes. Your father was a legend for us. Right. Josh Allen's off the board. Who should we pick at number two? (sighs) I'll say this. Quarterback, we know it's a need somewhere down in the future for us, for our franchise. I don't have anybody 
on my board at this point that I can just say I'm totally 100% slam dunk this guy is going to work and be successful in the NFL. I don't know if that guy exists this year in the quarterback class, including okay. the guy that was just picked at number one. So I have questions about all these quarterbacks, Dave Edelman. So you're going to have to be the one that's going to quite have to figure out if you feel comfortable about them. But, they all have, but I think what I want for this team when I look at it, it's Saquon Barkley in all the way. Saquon he Barkley. Special He's special. He's the best player in the draft. We know that. Yes, do running backs have the longest shelf lives in the world? No, but who the hell cares? He's going to be on a Ricky salary cap wage. That, that day is over. It doesn't matter anymore. Yep. Who cares? I think he's going to be better in the NFL than college because of what he can do in the pass game. Wow. And of course, Shermer, the way he can build an offense with running game between the tackles, pass game with the backfield, uh, with the backs out of the backfield, you have a special guy where you could have Saquon Barkley can truly be the most explosive offensive player mm. in the NFL next to Odell Beckham Jr., who is right now next year to me. And if we get a Saquon, we have a chance to be in the Super Bowl conversation oh. here in the te- at the end of Eli Manning's career. My, my nipples got hard. Miller. <laughs> yeah, they should. Uh, I can't disagree with anything that, that Chris just said. Saquon Barkley is not only the best player in this draft, he's one of the best players I've ever evaluated. I would put him up there with Von Miller, Patrick Peterson, Andrew Luck, and I don't give a damn about position of value because, like Chris brought up, rookie wage scale means that it doesn't matter anymore. If we believe that Eli Manning has a little bit of a window left, let's give him the support. We already signed Nate Solder. We have great wide receivers, not only in Odo Beckham, but Evan Ingram had a great year last year. Yep. Sterling Shepard is an up-and-coming player. We've proven we can find receivers outside of the first round. Go get a dynamic playmaker who, mm-hmm. let's, let's look at how important Todd Gurley was to Jared Goff, or Ezekiel Elliott was to Dak Prescott, Leonard Fournette to, to Blake Bortles, and the guy you drafted last year, Christian McCaffrey, in Carolina. Right. Barkley is better than all of them. Because I did draft off, Christian the, McCaffrey. off the field, he's the man. This kid's a Boy Scout. On the field, he's Marshall Falk. Yes. Do you want to be the guy who passes Chris, on Marshall Falk? Right. If Christian McCaffrey can go what number what eight, eight, eight then yeah. this guy can go negative eight. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's how uh, good he Connor. is. Connor, I'm of the understanding that we're not looking to go for a quarterback right now, but I will take a little different route than both of these guys and say we should take Bradley Chubb with this pick. Ooh. And here's my reasoning. I think on a grade scale, yes, Barkley is a slightly graded, you know, better graded player than Chubb. I like the tier two running backs in this class that we will have the opportunity to take at 34 or trade back into the first round to get. Those guys are Sony Michelle, Darius Geis. Those players can be plug-and-play high-impact running backs, and I can also get the far and away best pass rusher in this draft at number two. And I would rather have Saquon Barkley and Sam Hubbard than Bradley Chubb and Darius Geis. Mm. Yeah, I, I, that's that's going to be the decision, Gettleman, because there is going to be some guys that I think are some decent pass rushers, edge guys there available in round two too. You know, I like the kid from Rutgers. Yeah, uh, to To Ray, yeah. I was I was look look when I came to the NFC East, I did some research. I looked at the Cowboys and I saw what they did with Zeke, and I went, wow, they could have had a Ramsey and you know another running back later like a Derrick Henry. So I have thought about this before. Derrick Henry mm-hmm. sucks. Though. Now I I know that Zeke and Saquon and and I am having issues with Odell and Saquon's a very clean face of the franchise. I'm a little bit worried about Odell, but what do you think about what my lead scout's saying right here about Bradley Chubb? I don't think you're wrong by going Bradley Chubb. I don't. I mean, Bradley Chubb is going to be the starting defense end for the New York Giants for the next 10 to 12 years and probably go to a few Pro Bowls. Him him and Olivier Vernon. He fits in the system, yes. He's going to be their Chandler Jones. You said that I can go to the Super Bowl with Saquon. Can I go to the Super Bowl with Bradley Chubb? Uh, 
Yes. I just don't know if he can necessarily make the difference in a game on a week-to-week basis like a Saquon Barkley. Barkley, for me, again, Chubb is special. He's not Khalil Mack or Jadeveon Clowney or Miles Garrett special. Saquon Barkley is special, and I would say... Other than Adrian Peterson, I've never seen anybody this special. Would you rather have the best running back in the NFL or the 12th best pass rusher? That's that's where I think I'd go into. With those points, Connor, what do you think? I'll stand my ground. I look at the running back position a lot differently than most people, and I, I have super high grades on both Sony Michelle and Darius guys, and I feel like I could be proactive enough to go back and get them if I fear they're not going to slide to 34. Mm. I would take what I consider a premium player at a more premium position. I love our corners, and I feel like they would give those guys enough time to get up you know, uphill and right. get to the quarterback between Vernon, mm. between Chubb, Janoris locking it down. I would go defense here, but I get the argument for a generational running back. Yeah, I'll say this. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're for not going to no. be wrong here. For a, great. For a long time, when I went down the Panthers, I like a few things. I like power runners, and I like big people on the D-line. Charles Johnson's, the guys like that that mush it up. I don't know if I need the rush end as much. Connor, I hate to do this to you it's again. okay. But I, I'm going to go with a generational Saquon Barkley. All right. Yes. Can we work Connor? Can you? <laughs> no, I love that Connor's going different, but I just. Go Can you talk in Gettleman's accent? I don't even know what it is. It's Boston. It's, it's like the thickest Boston like, I've ever when heard. When I hand Cod, it's going to yeah. be for, yes. uh, for the Saquon. Some hag mallies. Now, some obviously, like, if Saquon yeah. goes to the Giants, you're not upset. No. How could you? Listen, this guy is going to be a 1,300-yard, maybe 2,000 all-purpose yard player. You cannot hate that. I'm just looking long-term picture. Value. In a, a nerdy, nerdy strategy. Yeah. I think for me, if I was Gettleman and I heard all of your arguments and I heard that Chubb was, could be a Miles Garrett, Von Miller, Jadevian, then I think that the gap's there. Totally. But Saquon, to me, the gap between him and everybody else is so big that it's hard. All right, let's keep it going. Uh, this one is going to mean a lot to Connor. So because of that, I'm going to let Connor go first. Yes. But, but let me take yeah. you into the war room of Mike McCagnin and the New York Jets. We've got quarterbacks. They're available. Big ones, small ones, fast ones, smart ones. It's the New York Jets. Mike McCagnin here. I like to get a little crazy. And I'm going to go to my scout, Connor. Connor, what are we doing? <laughs> Who thought we would be sitting in this position with Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, yes. and Baker Mayfield? Oh, that's out of character. I mean, as a Jets fan, this is incredible. This is incredible. It's almost too good where you don't want to decide, but I'm going to decide. Back to character. I'm going with Josh Rosen again. Mm-hmm. If I said it for Cleveland, I'm not going to. And I like Sam Darnold. I you like said Baker it for Mayfield. Cleveland, you went into their war room? Yeah. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I blew it. Um, when you look at Rosen, also, the one problem we had with Cleveland was he didn't want to be there. Yeah. This guy wants to be in New York and will thrive in New York. This is just a no-brainer to me. I, Chris has said this, I and Matt has said this, I'm a little scared and hesitant, especially after watching Behind Baker, the Baker Mayfield experiment in New York. Mm-hmm. You think? I, I'm with you. I and, mean, yeah. And Darnold, to me, has the highest floor amongst the three. Yes. But Rosen is an impact guy now. I, Jeremy Bates, pairing him with Jeremy Bates, this is his Jay Cutler that can be 
I think will work better right. as a tandem. So. Now, you know Jeremy Bates, so I'm yes. going to kind of skip to you really right. quick. What do, you, do you think our OC is going to like him? Well, I think our OC Sorry, is man. going to like him, certainly. The other guy I look at, like, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, they certainly do fit the system as well. I mean, he might want to move the quarterback a little bit, right? And that's where Darnold and Baker Mayfield are going to have a little more of an advantage uh, over Josh Rosen, right? Mm-hmm. With those kind of things. But it's not enough. Who's of your the, pick? It's not enough of an advantage for me to change my pick and not go Josh Rosen. I'm still going Josh Rosen. You're going I think, Josh Rosen too. I think he's the right thing. This team, this roster is not as bad as everybody out in the world thinks it is. We're kind of close. Todd Bowles, our coach, I mean, come on. we gonna defense was clicking last yeah, year. Yeah, and man. we don't want to screw him over with a, a project-type quarterback. Yeah. So to me, Josh Rosen is the guy that's ready to go right now. He can execute the offense. Uh, he certainly will not be enamored with the bright lights. Right. And I'm sorry. Again, Sam Darnold, there's things I like, certainly. Baker Mayfield, I can't do Baker Mayfield in the top five, everybody. I'm sorry. As much as I like him, he's 6'1", and he ran a 4'8'4". And it's just hard for me, as much as I like him, to pick him at number three. So Matt I can't Miller, get over that. I'm are sorry. Are you going to give us our first consensus? I am not. Because wow. I, I like Josh Rosen, yeah. but I'm not going to draft a quarterback who's been hurt the last three years. And who who's our owner, Mike McCagnon? Who Woody. owns the... What, who Johnson. does he work for right now? Uh, Trump. What did that hat say that Rosen wore on the golf course? That's a really oh, good point. Wow. No way. I'm not giving this kid wow. my money. That's How a really good point. No way. That. Sam Darnold's the Matt pick. Miller. That's why I do this for a living, Chris. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> yeah. point, though. No, I, I like Rosen. Connor knows. We talked about it. Keep politics for, out for of drafty vows for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, but that's I know, not but I know. Wow. With our owner, that's There's not no realistic. Way we draft now Josh I'm Rosen. suddenly no worried about my way. job security. No way. So you're going to go Sam Darnold? He's going to wear a fuck Trump hat on the golf course when he works for Woody Johnson? Man. All right, now hold on, guys. Let's take in this new information. Yeah. You're shaking your your head does this change well that's like, like if, if like if we're in the war room and woody's like what do you think well, I, I hope our, the uk like, well, hey. I, I hope our owner would just let football people make the football decisions so let and, me ask you this if politics weren't a part who would you take i would still take darnold just because rosen's been hurt so much okay what are you guys worried about I his injury both. I mean, forgetting I, the politics are you worried about uh I am, I am not because I think we will surround him with better talent, especially long-term protection. D- don't forget, we don't have to throw him into the fire right away with Josh McCown. I don't know what you're going to get, what we're going to get from Teddy Bridgewater, but I feel comfortable right. with the insurance that we spent money on. Where if our offensive line is not what we hoped it to be this year, we don't have to throw him out there right away. Mm. I mean, and you did draft Christian Hackenberg, Mike, so we have that option, too. Yeah, we're going to forget about that. It yeah, was a I rough would, time I would, I, would, I, would, I would suggest, Mike, that you forget about that one and just move yeah. on from it. Petty, though? But well, pe- No, move on from all <laughs> of them. <laughs> no, but my joke. concern with Rosen, I think the, the thing you have to get over with, yes, are you comfortable with Rosen as far as his athleticism to get out of harm's way at times? That's an issue for me. Don't you think so, with Bates' offense, you do need some mobility? I, you definitely do. Yeah. It does. And I do think he is a hair better athlete, Josh Rosen, than we've given him credit for, but he's certainly yeah. not the athlete Darnold or Baker Mayfield are. All right, so from what it sounds like, it sounds like if Rosen didn't have injury issues, you'd like this a little bit more. Yeah, but how's this thing go? If my aunt had, she'd be my if uncle. If my aunt had yeah. balls, she'd, she'd be, be my, my uncle. Yes, right. balls is the correct yeah, phrase. I don't know if I can say that on your podcast. <laughs> I know I can say it on mine. So. <laughs> and clean out. Uh, all right, so. What are you two giggling about back there? Uh, I'm going to say that while I am concerned about Woody Johnson coming down with an iron fist and going, are you kidding me? I also think that 
someone's actions at that time. I don't think it's going to continue in the NFL. I've heard a lot of interviews, including one of the Sims Lefko podcasts, where he sounds like a good guy, Josh <laughs> Rosen. Um, the injury thing is is tough for me. What were the injuries? Uh, just... Shoulder and concussions. Yes. Important for quarterbacks. You know, your throwing arm in your brain. Four and documented Sandor. concussions. I believe two are legit, and then two how, are very how, challengeable. How upset would you guys be if I took Sam Darnold here? I'm would, not. Yeah, I wouldn't be upset. I'm not I don't going think to be upset. No, right. I'm because not I'm comfortable with the floor of the player. And we're but, getting fired if you miss anyway, so we might as well. Yeah. You are missing. And Sam Darnold. You're right. I've missed a lot this of quarterbacks. Is, this is where I think and people. Sam Darnold's safer. He he's safer. This is where. But this is where I. I think people are missing out on Sam Darnold a little. Just food for thought, Mike McCagnan, okay? It is a good situation for him to come into. Sam Darnold, for me, one of the things that I think people are missing is he's not ready to go right now. He's one of the youngest quarterbacks. He turned the ball over 22 times. On the Sims of Left Call podcast, he talked about mechanical issues that he had that he was fixing. So I understand there is... we have McCown and Teddy, so he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to, right. Exactly right. And I wouldn't depend on Teddy at all. Erase Teddy from your brain. is. They're, on the cake. they're both going to get time to chill. Who do I want to go to when the time is up? Yep. Who has a bigger ceiling? All of you right now. Josh Rosen. I think Darnold does. <sighs> I, I think, think Rosen's maxed out. I think the ceiling. Uh, yeah, I, I would I, go. Da- I would go Darnold with the higher ceiling. Wow. But I think that also. I think Rosen has the higher floor. Okay, if yeah, that makes sense. Oh, that's what I would say. Rosen's the most pro-ready quarterback in the draft. He's ready, but Darnold. I mean, Darnold. If you told me wow. five years from now he's Tony Romo-ish or Brett Farvish, I'm not going to go. Oh, I'm shocked. But also, like I told you, if he comes becomes Sean Hill five years from now, I'm also going to go. I'm not shocked. Yeah. yeah. That's my problem. Um, I'm going to say this. I didn't know about the four documented concussions. I'm a little bit worried about Woody. Mm. Uh, I wasn't expecting for you to kind of flip a little bit to Darnold right there. Well, I just said the high I, ceiling. I didn't I, flip. I, I just I, told I you know, the high ceiling. Just uh, give me honest answers, Mike. I'm going to go a little different here, and I'm, I'm sorry again, Connor. Go <laughs> for three. I'm it's actually in your regional scout. I'm gonna, I'm you're right. right. Your regional scouts get shit on no, all the time. you're an investigator. Yeah. You're not a scout. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't expecting to do this either, but I think I'm going to go Darnold. Yeah. It I makes think sense. I get it, though. I think that this scenario could happen yes. Thursday night. Mm-hmm. and This is they great. Would take I was totally going to pick Rosen. <laughs> I'm switching it to Darnold. Man, I, that's a lot of dot connecting that we just did, but it's something that the Jets have to think about because they are all fired if they miss on this pick. They are. And you can't... In my opinion, you can't draft Baker Mayfield because if he fails, you're going to get called out for you just drafted Johnny Manziel. And you can't miss on Josh Rosen because you're going to get called out for the political stuff. Exactly. If you miss on Darnold, if it misses, only like the Sims of the world. Where did you have Darnold ranked in your top five? Uh, Five. So you guys both look like no. you guys would be like told you so, but I feel like you guys are in the minority, right? Yeah, where you have Darnold yeah. on the entire board of the top five quarterbacks. Oh no, I'm four. sorry, I have him at one among quarterbacks. Oh, you have a number one, yeah. so four. you have a four. So Connor and Sims would be like, I told you he wasn't yeah. gonna be that good. Miller, like, mm. I would say that's. The consensus is that Darnold's yeah. safe. And, like, you know, the way I do things, like, I have grades that go year to year. He's right. not graded out better than Golf or Wentz right. or Mariota. Right. I mean, he's just, he's okay. Yeah, right. I, know, I don't think any of them are on that yeah. level of some not of those guys there. Yeah. Now we are going to quickly uh, go back uh, to John Dorsey and the Browns at pick number four. All right. I didn't have the first pick figured out. <laughs> I definitely don't have the fourth pick figured out. We went Josh Allen at one. We got a quarterback off the board, Saquon. I'm a little bit taking breaths. Maybe Bradley Chubb. I'm going to go to my scout again because I'm feeling a little guilty. <laughs> Who do you like for us? Viewing from our first overall pick, so you probably disagree with me again. Yes. Bradley Chubb's the no-brainer here. Okay. You have a pass rush tandem of Miles Garrett and Bradley Chubb. 
we're going to figure out everything slowly on the back end. But up front right now, we could have a top five front seven yeah. in football when all said and done at the end of 2018. Mm. We got our quarterback. We're good there. Yeah. We got skill players around him yeah. and an offensive line. BPA and kind of a need still. What's wrong with having two pass rushers? This mm. is a no-brainer at number four. This Matt should Miller. be the easiest pick that we've ever made. It should be Bradley Chubb. He's the best player on the board. I do think that he's, uh, I heard earlier uh, from another war room, he's not on par with Cleo Mack and Javion Clowney. I agree. I think he's on par with Joey Bosa, though. Mm. So if we could have our mm-hmm. own Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram, but better, let's do it. Oh, that Slam sounds... dunk. Slam dunk. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the safest picks in the whole draft. Without a doubt. And so not a Quentin Nelson, not a Minka Fitzpatrick. We're no, no, the we offensive line's Demer- good, and we spend money on yeah. the offensive line last yeah. year in free agency. We're good there. You traded no, for no, Demarius no, Randall. No, the Derwin right. Jameses no. or the cornerbacks. No. No. This is the best guy. No, there's corners. They need a corner, yeah. certainly, but not a number four. I've I can't heard, do that. And right. the corners are deep in this draft, and we have like 17 picks in the first two rounds. Exactly. And we can get a left tackle to draft here. No franchise guy. only other pick. Yeah, no replacement for Joe Thomas no. here. We're not going to go for a super reach to McGlinchey. No, no, no. He's a right I tackle wouldn't yet. Anyway. All right. So yes, I think it's Chubb all the way. So if we don't make this Chubb. pick. I quit. You have a Chubb for Chubb. If that's the case, I need to save <laughs> yeah. money on revenue. I'm fired. Yeah. All right, Bradley Chubb is the pick at number four. I yeah. like it a lot. Yeah. Okay, that feels good. Now stuff gets interesting. Well, and that that whole combination is going to be so cool to see of Miles Garrett and Chubb. All right, let us go number five. Uh, it is the Denver Broncos and John Elway. What's up, bros? It's me, J-Dot. Yeah, coolest GM in the entire NFL. I draft who I want. No one gives me flack about Paxton Lynch because I'm a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Hey, Simsy, who do you like for us at number five? You know, I don't like quarterback at number five. Let's just start right there. First of all, you haven't been that good at pulling the trigger, and I don't think you'll have the guts to pull one again <laughs> okay. and actually be wrong. So I don't even think you're going to entertain that, John. Okay. okay? I don't think that. That's my honest evaluation of John. That's really, truly. I don't think he'll have the guts to even pick a quarterback I'm again. literally right here. But uh, fuck you then, John. So yeah. we go okay? But I like separated. you. I like you regardless. But um, to me, if I'm going to go with anything here – the Denver Broncos, the value for me, it's Quentin Nelson guard here. Okay. Yes, this is a team that has still got question marks on the offensive line. Yes, I know there's Ronald Leary and the Menelik Watsons. Ronald Leary was not as impressive last year. He's been hurt a number of times throughout we the last few years. We invested in it with Garrett Bowles last year, too, so we I can know. have a nice little young core. Without a doubt. Okay. And I just feel like we're a team in general, too, that's just not real big. And this mm. guy is going to give us a little size and physicality. And we haven't had a run game really since the year we won the Super Bowl. And it really wasn't even that great that year. Miller, so, what do you think? Yes. I think it's Quentin Nelson all the way. Cut me I, off. It's a guy compared to Steve Hutchinson. I think he's a, a plug-and-play, all-pro caliber left guard. You, We signed Case Keenum. We don't have a great running back, but we can manufacture yardage with our scheme. And we can't miss again because you won a Super Bowl, but none of us did. Mm. So you can't fuck us by drafting a quarterback that after, that might want to play video games instead of learning the playbook again, Paxton yeah. Lynch. Connor. So let's go safe, best player available. I agree with these guys. And, and You're going Quentin Nelson, too. I'm going Quentin Nelson. Here's, right. here's the point I want great. to hammer home. We just gave Case Keenum a lot of money. Yeah, not long term. Yeah. Guess what? Case Keenum had a top 10 run game in Minnesota yeah, last year. that's right. And if you want your investment to succeed— you better give him a chance to have a top 10 run game again. There's an easy answer in this draft to get that. It's Quentin Nelson. Right. This is a almost another no-brainer. I get the argument for quarterbacks, but Case Keenum is in place there. He's shown he can win. Mm. Take the guard that I think is an all-pro. Yeah. 
Hold on. A I second. knew you were about to do that. I was just about to say. So we're going to excuse, talk, excuse me. Excuse trade? me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. Hello. Yes, this is John. Two for one. You're going to give us two for one. That's a pretty good deal. I'm going to take it. <laughs> you traded with Buffalo. No, that was a Luigi's Pizza. They're going to give us two for oh. one. So I got some pizzas coming to celebrate Quentin Nelson coming to the Broncos. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. I, I love this kid. I love Quentin Nelson. Yeah. I love you, Quentin Nelson. Uh, all I know is when he came to Bleacher Report and he was in the green room with Roquan Smith and Derwin James, he walked out for a second and Roquan and Derwin looked at me and were like, yo, that dude is effing enormous. And no, I was like, is. and what's funny is, is like you meet offensive linemen. Like when I met Donald Penn, yeah. I was like, you're big, but you're not as big as I thought you were going right. to be. Quentin Nelson is, is just, house. it's like a cinder block with legs. It is. And and he loves it. He breeds it. And like. He's a Jersey meathead. Yes. Yeah. He's and he's a, he's a total Jersey yes, meathead. Yes. He's perfect guard. I knew you were going to get upset if I did a phone ring. <laughs> so well, listen, let's just have that conversation though. That's good. That is, this is going to be one of the like, uh, you know, marking points of the draft, right? For you guys, I mean, totally. to me, at this pick at number five, the Bills five, could come up, the Dolphins could right. come up. But the thing I hear with the Bills is they're only going to come up if it's Josh Allen. That's the thing I'm here. I've been told. And I, so, and he's not here. So no, he's not here in our draft. I yes. don't buy the Cardinals talk, but. I, that's one thing I would actually do. John, are you still John Elway? Yes, yes, okay. sure, sure, yeah. sure. Uh, What's up, bro? Steve Young was better, A. And B, uh, so I, I oh, wouldn't I'm trade right. I back. I, I wouldn't want to trade back, but if it were Arizona, I think the Cardinals are going to be so bad next year. that Okay, trading from 5 to 15 sucks, but next year's one from Arizona might be a top-five pick. That's right. interesting. Well, and it's I mean, a new coach. You, you honestly, we just talked about Nelson. If the Broncos trade back to 15, I mean— the kid Hernandez is Will not. Hernandez, her, yeah. I think is a phenomenal guard. He's he's like if any other draft class, he is going to be one of the first. He's going to be the first guard off the board. It's just he just got a super freaking so Nelson think in front of him. There's more value that later I'm just draft, I'm just throwing out there. there you gotcha. just, yeah. I'm throwing it out there to you. Or our, our guy Connor Williams could play guard. No doubt. I just so. I don't value Connor quite as high as that. Yeah. But you're right. Hernandez in the second round, still... I think Connor is more value. But maybe yeah. I'm wrong. I mean, I, mean, right, we haven't so, I don't know if I said this at the top of the show. If you are listening on Stick to Football at the the end of this, now that we're five picks in, uh, we are going to do draft on draft, so that will only be for Stick to Football. It's a staple of their show, so Sims and Lefko listeners go over there. If you're listening to Sims and Lefko, you're going to get an interview with Derwin James, so Stick to Football guys, if you want to come and check that out. I know he's been on your show. I'm going to mess with him. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I'm going to get this kid. So good. He's such a good guest, though. You should listen twice. One of our favorite players we've talked to. He really was. He's Derwin James is going in the top 12. I can just tell yeah, you I've heard it. I just have heard it from too many of my friends throughout the top 12 who are going, they're all pondering Derwin James. Mm. So to me, that just tells it's you. it's not Tampa, I think it's Miami. Uh, it, it could be Miami. Yeah. I mean, you, you can make a case for Tampa. Uh, I think you can make a case if the Giants trade out of the pick, yeah. uh, they could do that because I just look at James Betcher, D coordinator, Arizona, who was his yeah. middle linebacker, Daniel Buchanan. Derwin James can be that kind of guy. I just think that makes sense. Uh, there's a few teams there. Niners. Bears, yeah, the Niners certainly too. Sense. Right. They all yeah. can do it. Let's go to the uh, the middle of the country, this Indianapolis. Is, this is an amazing – I'm really intrigued what you guys are going to say here. Sixth God's pick in the country. draft. It is Chris Ballard and the Colts. Here's the deal, guys. I'm trying to win, and I don't know if Andrew Luck is healthy. I have literally holes at every single position of my team, and yet I'm Chris frickin' Ballard, and people think I'm going to turn this around. Where do I go? Mission. 
impossible. Miller, I'm going to start with you here. How do we turn this around for the Colts? I think we started that process last year. Chris, you're one of the best evaluators in the NFL. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We have a great team here in this front office. I think we got to keep building a strength. We took Malik Hooker last year. We took Quincy Wilson. Let's go get Denzel Ward and finish this thing with a fast, feisty guy at the line of scrimmage. Awesome instincts. And in the division that we're in, I think we can dominate if we can win with the secondary. We got a lot of picks in the second round. We can get a pass rusher. We can get a running back. We're not going to be able to find a corner like Denzel Ward in the second round. What do you think, Connor? I love where our college director's head's at, but I'm going to stay defense, but I don't want a corner. I want Roquan Smith. This is, to me, a top seven talent in this draft. We we have holes everywhere. Get the best guy. This is one of the best linebackers in college I have ever seen, the way he can take over the game in coverage against the run, sideline to sideline, and as a blitzer, and as a leader. This one, listen, are people going to be surprised? Yeah, but we're going to laugh at them in three years when this guy's a top-two linebacker in the NFL. And Sims. Wow, I like the thoughts of all those guys. I don't think we can be wrong with any of them, really. I don't. Yeah, Are I, you siding with one well, of them? Well, I'm, I'm not going to side with either one of them, wow. actually. Who are I'm you not. going with? You know, I like Denzel Ward. He's not my favorite corner in the draft, so I think it's a little high to pick him at six for me. Okay, Roquan, I can understand Don't argue. It. I need to know who you're Okay, thank you, Chris. Shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> uh, but I, I literally explained the rules in the beginning. I said, just tell me who you want, and we'll argue later. I want Marcus Davenport. Marcus oh, Davenport, yes, pass yes. rusher from Texas San Antonio. Uh, yes, yes, and, and I am obviously here in the minority here with this. Let me hear why. But to me, listen, this is a team that needs different makers right now. There's no, we, most people can't even name a person on the front seven of the Indianapolis Colts. They sure. definitely have needs at the in the secondary, at the corner position, linebacker too as well. But I just look at the defensive line going, damn, we haven't had a pass rusher since Mathis and Freeney. We don't have anybody that anybody's ever been scared of. Davenport, even though I don't sit here and go, he's a definite super. Superstar, a lot like Bradley Chubb, I go, he's going to be your 10-year starter off the edge of the defense. There's not a lot of people on planet Earth that are 265 pounds and ran 4-5 and can play with the physicality. He's not perfect, I get that. Like the bend, all that, I wish it was a little bit more. But man, I think he's a freak off the edge and he can be extremely disruptive. So this is our first time that we've had three separate ones. We have to eliminate one of them. Miller, if you had to eliminate one of the other people, who would you eliminate? I would eliminate Davenport. I think He's a reach here. Uh, he is an upside player. I mean, he has, you look at his combine numbers, they match Jadevian Clowney. So he has special. That's pretty good. I think we need right now, though. And I, I feel like he's a year away. We saw it at the Senior Bowl, day one, day two. He was overwhelmed by average guys. He did turn it on a little bit day three, but by then he may have memorized the snap count. So, Sims, who would you eliminate? Well, you're not going to eliminate your own guy. No, no, no. no. But would you say would you eliminate Denzel Ward or Roquan Smith? Ooh, I would. I would probably eliminate Denzel Ward. Okay. Yes. And then Connor, who would you eliminate? I would eliminate Davenport because I'm scared of the miss potential here. Okay. On my on my regional write up, I wrote that this guy reminds me a lot of Carlos Dunlap, which is a nice player, not a player I want to take in the top ten. And uh, if your player's eliminated, Sims, yeah, that's okay. what do you think? What that's, do you think about oh, what you're hearing about I, the negative? I mean, I don't think really the need there, it, it matches both guys. Like, we have yeah. a strong need there, definitely. We got no corners. I mean, nobody even knows the name of our corners Lights in the world. mission impossible. I know. Because we need everything. Middle linebacker position, listen, it's not a strong group. We're not desperate. For me, we just I, say I know. Good. I would favor Roquan Smith. 
I would, yes. If you just gave me my opinion out of those okay. two guys there, I like Denzel Ward, don't get me wrong. But Roquan, I do think, is got some physical traits that are special. His explosion, his acceleration sideline to sideline, yeah. this day and age in the league in the NFL, I, I think is pretty special. I want to ask you all this question because we keep bringing up later picks. Colts got some picks coming up Brand a little two, bit later. A lot of them. A lot of picks. They got three picks, I believe, in the second. We have three picks in the second round. Is it more likely that we could find a linebacker like Roquan in the second round, a corner like Denzel, or a pass rusher like Davenport? Ooh. What's most likely? Well, what's I, I least think likely? corner depth is I really good. I think the good corner is where you yep. can find. So yes. then maybe we could find Denzel like, because we have so many holes that Mike we Hughes might be able- is probably going to fall because of character. And I don't think the gap between he and Denzel Ward is that great. Right, right. No offense. No, I'm going I, to eliminate I'll Denzel. My own guy okay, out. that's cool. So then when it comes to a linebacker, stop saying no offense. Be a GM and yeah. grow You're some right. balls. Okay. By the way, here's my question though. You're watching noise. Me. <laughs> if we're going to talk middle linebacker, we have to talk about Tremaine Edmonds. Though. Yeah. Yeah, but I think wasn't mentioned. Special. Yeah, but we can't bring up the I second mean, guy. If, if we're going to eliminate down to a position, I just think his name should be All thrown right, out so there. So what, what do you think, though? Roquan or, or Davenport? Who are we more likely to find in the second round? I, I think Davenport's just such a project. Okay. I, I'll say this. You won't find a, a pass rusher really worth much in this draft outside of round one. I, I agree. You're, you're slim pickings. Once we get out of the, one, the... I think all the really well, legitimate pass rushers are going to be gone by like 45. Unless we're going like, to take a chance on like Arden Key. Right. Yeah, which it's is a, it's just a big roll of the dice. Yeah. I will I, say this. Davenport, oh, say? My, Davenport my, could be Alden Smith with no off-field. My That's last point, though, is that... And this is my personal opinion. He reminded me of Demarcus Ware. I'm just yep. going to throw you out there. That was the guy I kind of wrote up. Ro- Roquan Smith, to yeah. me, is special. Yeah, way. There are a handful of blue chippers in this class, and he fits the bill. Yeah. I, and I want the special player. I, I don't. I, he's higher on Roquan than me. I'll say this. I'm just going to tell you from, you know, Chris, I'm going to give you information to people I talk to around the link. Please. Listen, there's some people that think Roquan's certainly one of the best players in this draft. Yes, Without a doubt. There is. Yes. And these I, are two positions. I only question Roquan Smith in pass coverage. That is my only issue with him. I do think he. He is so a you little guys, tight with hips and things like that. You guys are selling me a little bit on linebacker. Roquan it's it's a bad draft in both of both these positions suck in this draft is mm. the problem. Because I'm not taking a linebacker outside of the right, so paying you $5 million. You figure it out, man. All right. Well. I mean, Ursay gave you a whole thing of cash and bag of pills. Bag of pills. You were going to say it, too. <laughs> I was. I was going right there. All right. I think because I have so many picks and because this is the rebuilding of the team, I'm going to lean on my scout here. I'm going to go Roquan Smith. Good. I'm going to take a guy in the middle that I know what he's going to be. Yeah. And I'm going to take a lock. Marcus Davenport, I think, is a good player. Yeah. But I I want to hit. And while he could be Alden Smith, he I don't know if he could be Deion Jordan. You know what I mean? I don't know how it's going to go here. I'm going to go Roquan Smith. Right. All right. So the draft we have right now, we have Josh Allen going one, Saquon going two, Darnold going three. Four, we have Bradley Chubb. Right. Five, we have Quentin Nelson. Six, we have Roquan Smith. Smith. So some of those blue chippers are kind of coming off. Yeah, and this I, I could see and it. I could see oh, this could definitely happen this way. No, I mean, yeah. yeah, quarterback sliding. In fact, in, quarterback said so. Baker Mayfield. Darnold or uh, Josh Rosen. Uh, Rosen. Those would be the two that are going to fall. If people, if the quarterbacks fall, it's going to be those two. Interesting. I yeah, mean, you're right. for, for my money. Now yep. we will take you down to Tampa Bay and Jason Light. And the house that Chris Sims built. With the Buccaneers. <laughs> with his 12 career starts. <laughs> I'm Jason Light, and I love pirates. And I have patches <laughs> and parrots on my shoulder. Welcome 
to the Bucks. Yo ho, yo ho, the pirate's life for me. Former quarterback Chris Sims and now my director of pro personnel. <laughs> Who do you like for the Bucks at seven with all the guys that are still left on the board? Well, listen, there were a team again that we certainly have holes on our roster, yes. right? I mean, O line, yes, is certainly in hole. You know, defense end was going to be a hole going into free agency. It's not any longer. So I will say that to you first, Jason. Vinny Curry, JPP. We've got them on the football team right now, so we are not desperate. To me, the number one issue with our football team is secondary. That is an issue for us. We have I one of the worst the pass defenses. Right. People threw all over us. Exactly right. And we need a player that I believe that can just come in here and play and be professional and really a can't-miss prospect. I want you to take uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. Okay. That's the guy for me. Minka Fitzpatrick, yes, you're going to watch the film and go, ooh, what position is he exactly? I can't watch the film. i got to make a decision. Okay, either soon. way, he's going to be one of the three best sa- free safeties in football for me right away with other value along with it. And he's the kind of guy for a team that needs multiple secondary players really during this draft. He can do multiple things according to the week, according to the matchup, according yeah. to the team he's playing, according to the injury status of guys in our secondary. If there was a week and we said, damn, our nickel guy's hurt. We need Minka to play nickel. He's going to be able to do it at a high level. Our starting corner's hurt. Yeah, we don't want him to be the corner all year play, long. We do play the Saints and But Falcons. he can play that position and still be successful. So I go Minka. I'm okay. interested to hear what you guys say. Miller, where are you going? Yeah, here? I've been saying for months that safety is the biggest need for Tampa Bay. I mean, Chris Conti's a starter for Christ's sake. So mm-hmm. you have to to do something here. I think Derwin James is an interesting name to talk Definitely. about because of the athleticism, and I, I happen to think it's between a them too. Safety, yeah, who can shut down the run game. We have to deal with Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, right. Christian McCaffrey, maybe eventually. Right. But I think it's Minka Fitzpatrick. His oh, you're char- going Minka. I am. His okay. character grade is off the charts high. We need that. We need a leader on this defense in the secondary. That doesn't eat their fingers, right? Or blow them up with fireworks. Yeah. So get <laughs> oh, Minka Fitzpatrick. Man. I got both of them. You're yeah, right. It's I, an interesting team. Plug in and play. I think he can, like Chris said, according to what your matchup is that week, he can be a Jalen Ramsey or mm. he can be a Jamal Adams. Mm. You can move him around, get whatever matchup you want. And I think the miss factor with this guy is almost zero. And, and we have not nice. been great at drafting. You're right. And uh, Connor, Robert where are you going to go here? Uh, so I, agree with, I agree with these guys. I think this Minka is, also. Minka Fitzpatrick. This is, all, this is one of those situations where an outstanding football player that's a need somehow fell into our lap. Very similar to what we saw with Jamal Adams with the Jets last year. Right. Now, when you go back to something that our director of pro players said, this is a guy that can play slot corner. This is a guy that can come downhill in the box. He can blitz. They didn't ask him to play single high a lot. He has the traits to play single high safety. We're, we're, we're not a defense, uh, Jason, that really like is always living with the strong safety in the box, and that's the kind of system yeah. we run. So to me, Minka fits our system too, Jason. Are we worried Derwin's about, awesome. I get that. Are we worried about maxed out potential? I hear that a lot about Nick Saban guys. Am I, should I be worried about I don't about think that? so, because I think that I actually think that tide has turned, and I think Nick has done a much better job of not overusing his players. And with Minka, he's got he more raw physical so athletes there than right. five years ago when it was right. all about let's just get big guys and overpower teams. No, we've seen the last few years they're getting the speed guys that we always were kind of like, man, they don't have those guys. Right. So I, I don't worry about the bus. I watched the kids since high school too, Jason. I saw him have a pick six to win the state championship against Jabril Peppers and Sounds Primus like a Catholic. Bias. It's like a little a bit of bias. Yep. Derwin's yeah. awesome. 
Right. Derwin scares me for the scenario you said. Like, you got the backs coming out of the backfield. Derwin's going to be awesome as a strong safety in the run game. But, man, Derwin would scare yeah. me one-on-one with Kamara or Christian McCaffrey coming out of the backfield. And Derwin scares me. I don't know if, I'm sure you all watched the Florida State game against Louisville when Derwin did not want to take a clean angle and hit Lamar Jackson. Well, no, he was going to play it safe to make sure he yeah. didn't miss him every time. Right. I agree with we you. That's what, stop his short Newton. area quickness is his biggest negative yep. for me. I think Minka's the dude. Connor, you like Minka? I love Minka. And that's it. With the seventh pick in the NFL draft, the Tampa Bay Bucks select Minka Fitzpatrick. Now let's go up to Chicago with the eighth pick in the draft, Ryan Pace and the McCaskies. Why are we doing the McCaskies? On this side, it's the McCaskies. On that side, it's the McCaskies. It's fighting for ownership of the Bears. <laughs> it's a franchise that has a long history of being one of the four faces of the of the entire NFL. But now, with Matt Nagy and Trubisky, anything is possible. Big offseason, guys. I'm going to start off with my regional scout, Connor. Connor. Where should we go at eight? I'm a little disappointed with how this board fell. I, I think agree. I thought we would get you know a premium, premium player to fall into our lap, but I still like Denzel Ward for us, the corner. I, I think we can use corner help. I think this guy can really mirror and match with any wide receiver, no matter the size. He is small. That's the knock on him, and it's very fair, but... I got to see him on the road this year when Ohio State came to Rutgers and be on the sideline and stand near him. The arms are down to the ground. The athleticism is elite. I think this guy can actually be a true number one corner, and it's the thing we need. Miller. I think a true blue chip player did fall to us, and that's Tremaine Edmonds. We need linebacker help. We haven't had a good defense since Brian Urlacher was here. Let's go get the next Brian Urlacher in. A 19-year-old who's six foot five, 260 pounds, runs a 4-5 flat. We could put him on the edge. We can stack him at linebacker. He can cover tight ends up the seam. I love Denzel Ward. I worry about a 190-pound corner in our division holding up against some of the bigger guys that he's going to have to face. And just in the cold weather as well. I know he's from Ohio State, but... That's a lot on a little body. He's probably a slot corner. I think we can get Isaiah Oliver at 35 when we come back around. Right. You get more of a big physical corner. I want Tremaine Edmonds. Sims. I second that notion. I would go Tremaine Edmonds as well. Denzel Ward corner play certainly like crossed my mind here, yes. And Denzel Ward, I like him again. He's not my favorite corner in the draft, too, so that's why I don't know necessarily like the value there. What about Tremaine? But Tremaine Edmonds, to me, for all the reasons Matt Miller just talked about, yes, he is a perfect fit for the scheme. It's a 3-4 defense. He could be their Patrick Willis slash Brian Urlacher for Vic Fangio, who came from the 49ers and ran this similar scheme. Now, um, you know, the other thing you got to play and take into play, I mean, free agency. I mean, Kyle Fuller is a shutdown corner. Not everybody, I think, has really realized that yet, but that name is going to be a household name. And they re-signed Prince of Mukamara. I don't think they're desperate at corner yet. Um, and I, like Miller said, I think they can maybe get some value there in the next round. Right. But Edmonds is a 3-4 middle linebacker. If there's a negative to his game, I wish he was a little bit more of a sledgehammer. But like Miller said, he's 19 years old. Yes. And he hasn't even really scratched the surface. He's still growing. Connor, I mean, you're the odd man out here. What do you think about what you're hearing? I mean, I think the athleticism is off the charts for Edmonds, and I do think the ceiling there is blue chip talent. Yeah. I, I do have some concerns on film. And, and he's 19, but sometimes run fits. He does look a yes. little lost sometimes. Yeah. He'll take the wrong angle to the ball or hit the wrong gap, and that leads to big plays. Yeah. So is this a guy we feel comfortable putting on the field next year? That's up to our coaching staff. I'm personally not 100% comfortable with it. It's a projection pick. My question would be, I've heard from other war rooms that they keep talking 
talking about, you know, there's it's Roquan and Tremaine, and those are the two linebackers, and there's a big drop-off before Rashad Evans and stuff, and we keep talking about the amount of corners in this draft. Is this for you, this is our one opportunity to get a guy and then maybe get a corner later, or is Denzel that much better in your mind that you need to get him now? I do think Denzel is a tier above a guy like an Isaiah Oliver. So, yes, but also I will say the one guy I would like to target, and I don't think he makes it us in the second round, is Rashawn Evans at linebacker. So that is my concern. I think we might have to take the linebacker now and look to round two mm-hmm. at a, whether it's an Isaiah Oliver, Carlton Davis, does Mike Hughes slide? Mm-hmm. Jair Alexander, are people concerned about the injuries because he's a round one yeah, player? Right. These are things that we got to monitor with this situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what I'm going to go here at number eight, I'm going to go with the majority. Uh, it seems as though. I'm looking at my board, and there's not a lot of blue chippers left. And I think when the corners, there's just a lot of depth there. And I think maybe we can get one a little bit later. I don't know if we can get a 19-year-old freak linebacker no, like this. No, I think so where people miss the he value. He might not be ready right now, but if I'm taking a guy at number eight, yeah. I don't need him. I don't necessarily care that much about right now. I just want him to be amazing for his career. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll the dice a little bit on Tremaine. The, the value I think too that maybe gets missed a little in Tremaine when you evaluate the college film too is Virginia Tech does a lot of stuff on defense. They slant the D line this way and the yeah. linebackers come that way, so it can look weird on film and it'd be a hard eval. Like Connor made some of the points with their run fits and things like that. Like yeah, there is some of that, but I do think some of that is created by their defensive scheme too. But the other thing I think that where he's gonna succeed more in the NFL than college, the length. And the acceleration and athleticism to me in the pass game, he, yeah. my experience as a quarterback playing against the Urlockers and the Keith Bullocks of the world when they're in the middle of the field and you go, damn, they're six, three, or four and their arms look like they're a bald eagle, okay? And then they can run like they're a legit fr- strong safety. <laughs> you laugh I love at that. <laughs> the bald eagle <laughs> one's great. It, it, Who wins in a fight, well, a bald eagle or a bear? <laughs> well, I go with the bear. But. <laughs> It's scary. It's scary as that is a thing where their ability to, oh, he's throwing there and let me just accelerate to the ball and create a collision or to throw around them. I always and, was like, and we damn. Play, we play against Anthony Barr twice a year, so I kind of know. And that's my yeah. comparison for him. Yeah. That's funny. All right, now let us go. This one is a special place in our director of college scouting America's and our director team. of player personnel. <laughs> let us now go uh, to a place that is, many say, the future of the NFL. Right. Let's see if let's see if the Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, sorry. John Lynch. Jimmy Garoppolo. This is the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> Matt Miller. Who would you like to crown with the ninth pick to join the future Super Bowl champions? Wait, let's just see if course. Kyle's going to listen to this podcast, okay? Let's just see if he listens, okay? Yeah. Because every now and then he'll listen. Kyle, I am calling you. After your first round pick tomorrow, live on Bleacher Report. I'm we did calling. it last year. We did it last year. I, still don't think he, I actually don't think he still knows. So oh. Nobody told him. And I wasn't going to be like, hey, dude, hey you're, uh, guess you're, what you're, on, you're live. Yeah, so, so join us on the draft. So join and us. And we're going to call Kyle Nick Shanahan. Nine, we're going to call Kyle yeah. Shanahan. I'm not going to tell you anything he says, but uh, he might be on the phone. Yeah, just uh, watch Sims go, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> Kyle, I love you. Uh, so we're going to say anything. Well, we kind of screwed ourselves here, boys, because uh, Roquan Smith and Tremaine Edmonds are off the board, and our middle linebacker is probably going to prison. So we're it in we're in a little trouble. Yep. I look at what's available. I think Denzel Ward is a great player, but not a fit for what we do schematically. Mm. I actually like our safeties uh, enough to get by. Jaquaski Tart really came into his own last year. I'm going to roll the dice here, though, and go Marcus Davenport. We need a Leo. Mm. We need someone who can get 
penetration, can can bend the edge. Solomon Thomas, our the number three pick in the draft last year, didn't have a great rookie season. And I know he was a young guy that needs he needs to learn. But I think with Marcus Davenport, we can get six to seven sacks this year in sub package, and we can bring him along and make him. Man. Like I, I, I heard someone say earlier, he's an Alden Smith type player with no crazy off field. He's not going to so run over Caps. You want me car. to go to my fan base and for like the fourth year in a row, four to five. That's going to be a tough one. Line. I, know I know it's a hard sell. It really sell. is. Connor, call Connor. him a linebacker. Yeah, right. Don't you're right. He's an outside linebacker. Okay. He's an edge. Uh, I'm not going to make this any easier on you, but I'm going to go Harold Landry because mm. this is a player that I watched in 2016 and over summer, and I know Matt agrees with me. Yeah. Said this is the best pass rusher in he the had class. Sixteen and a half sacks and seven forced fumbles in 2016. Absolutely dominant. Now you talk to then people around him this year. He played hurt. Yeah. And he looked hurt. He yeah. was not as good against the run nope. and was not as productive getting after the quarterback. Right. I think healthy, we get back to him being a double-digit sack player and a guy that fits exactly what we need after all the— He's we invested an a lot in the D-line. left but le- Leo. I that's mean, exactly he right. Is. He fits. All right, so we have Davenport and we have And Landry. I'm okay with Landry. I just want to put that out there. Okay. I'm okay with that, too. Damn, Sims. I'm okay with both, too. I'm okay with both. I mean, I didn't expect I didn't expect Davenport to be on the board here either, and maybe my evaluation was wrong. But this is definitely a positional a position of need. I mean, for our football team, that, you're going to go in that well, direction. Well, hold on, I'm talking this out in my brain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can, I do think you could sell us to the fan base, John, by saying we spent money on offense. We got you, Jimmy Garoppolo. We brought in uh, Isaac, uh, Jarek McKinnon. We've we brought on Weston Rickberg. We spent on offense. Let Just us money on the build. Let me let, let me throw my money defense. at you, Johnny Lynch. Okay, Johnny Lynch. This is what I do to see. Like Davenport, I think is maybe the more for sure thing right now. Harold Landry to me does have incredible upsides and incredible talent. Last year is a little enigma in the injury thing. From what I hear, is certainly okay. somewhat real. But also, does that do these injuries affect him going forward? We have to real. We have to sometimes we take that into account. We go, well, they got hurt last year. Go back to the year before. Right. Well, maybe he'll never be the same again. That's what I always worry about a little. But I don't worry that totally here with this situation. Landry has special bend. I mean, special. It's like yeah. Von Miller ish. I mean, his first step off the edge, his ability to go around the shoulder edges dip. is amazing. Yeah. The shoulder dip is phenomenal. Davenport is going to be your slam dunk, Mister Pedal to the Metal going to play hard, going to be awesome against the run. But there's a few more questions about the ability to bend around the edge. So are you deciding between those two also? I, I think I am with these two on the board right here. Now listen, I'm going to throw another name into your mix here because I do think that much of a Mike McGlinchey. And we do have a head coach in Kyle Shanahan who is obsessed with athletic linemen who can run the football. And I, I look at McGlinchey and go, he'll be your right tackle next year. Okay? Because... Uh, Trent Brown is a gigantic man, and I just don't think he fits into our it's run a weird system. Fit. It's a weird yeah. scheme fit. And I look at I look at McGlinchey and go, maybe yeah, I can move him. He'll be a right tackle for two years, and then he goes to left tackle, and is your franchise left tackle. I think he is a can be because that. Because Joe Staley's getting older, getting up there. Right, so you guys yes. both like the pass rusher edge. What do you think of that last suggestion? Uh, Connor actually I propped think, that up. I think uh, it makes a ton of sense when you look at it now. There's been talk that this guy would go in front of us, potentially to the Bears, or he'll go right yes. after us to the Raiders. Yes. So yeah. if we want him, take him now, right. because there's no chance. We get. We didn't even know he'd be here because of the Bears, but now we got lucky enough where I can definitely work with that all pick. All right, so I want to do this. I want you to, all, a tough decision, I want you to factor these three guys in. Yeah. It is Harold Landry, um, McGlinchey, and Davenport. McGl- 
Is Come on, there, John. Is there one guy that you think we can eliminate right now? Can we trade? That would be my Somebody other suggestion. Quarterback call my other suggestion We're would be trading. that. I want to take it. I want yeah. the fan. Landry's the best talent out of the three to me. He's Vic Beasley ish. I think and I'm willing to eliminate Davenport because what you guys are telling me is I look at my D line and I have a lot of people that don't let bad things happen, but I don't really have somebody that makes bad things happen. I have the exact same and, grade on those two. And Davenport so. to me, from what you guys tell me, sounds like a guy that's a lot more solid, but Landry could take us to another level. So I'm going to eliminate Davenport for Landry. But now I'm thinking about McGlinchey because that whole future plan sounds interesting right. with Jimmy Garoppolo. McGlinchey for me is one of the safest guys in the draft. I think, so yeah, now I have I one of the one safest guys in McGlinchey and a possible future star in Landry. And, no, I think Landry's day one ready. Okay. I don't think he's an upside guy. I think he got hurt last year. The year before that, he was the top-ranked player in the yes. country. So okay. He is day one he's ready. He's not an upside guy. He's a fucking baller. He can come in and play. Yeah. But with McGlinchey, how bad are all these offensive tackles coming out of college? So we have a chance to get a plug-and-play guy who's mm. not great. Mm-hmm. But is he Taylor Lewan? Probably. I, he could be that good. I agree. I mean, really, and, yes. And Taylor Lewan's really good. Yes. Yeah, exactly. yeah, he could be him. that kind yeah. of run-blocking tackle for your team. That's the all thing. Right. I, so I would go yeah. tackle then. So I want your final votes, Sims. McGlinchey. Miller. I'm going to go McGlinchey, too. Man, that's Connor. a tough one. I'll still stay with Landry, because I don't mm. think we have any chance of getting a player like him at all. I'm, mm. I just think he's a difference maker up front, getting after a quarterback, and that's the most important yeah. thing you don't think in Ture the National Football League. You don't think Because that's who my final mock draft has. I'm getting. <laughs> I love Ture. Sims love, I loves Ture. I, I maybe Ture. massaged the board right, so for then, my team there. Here, here's what like I'm thinking. It. Here's Strategy. what I'm thinking. I just invested 70-plus million into Garoppolo. The, and Staley is leaving eventually. Trent Brown is a good guy that maybe I could get something for him if I'm John Elway and I want to trade. John Lynch. Uh, that's what I meant, John mm-hmm. Lynch. And then uh, also I do think it's going to be hard to draft another defensive pass rusher or someone on the line yeah. for the fourth time in fifth year, five years. I think I'm going to go McGlinchey here. Okay. Because it's a little bit of safe that's providing safety for my most important position, and it makes my head coach very, very happy. Yeah. I'm going to go McGlinchey. Go McGlinchey. Right. I think that has to be taken into account, the but fact that we Landry, just gave... Talking about Landry out loud, I think Landry could be one of those guys that might go to the Colts at six. I could see him maybe going to the Bears. I, to, like, I could see yeah. him being a surprise in this draft. I, I w- would agree. I mean, Landry's what if he goes definitely to, what if a top he goes 15 to the Broncos player, right? For, yeah, is he, he a top is, 15 he for you yeah. guys? What if Chubb goes at four? Is there any chance that Landry could go at five? No, no. I don't think so. You don't think him There's and Von Shane Miller? Ray and Von Miller. Right. I and just Jack wasn't Barrett, sure. I just know third. that if Chubb was there at five, we'd be yeah. like, ooh, that's yeah. interesting. McGlinchey's an X factor of this draft. Uh, I mean, I think You're right, that he, he could be the guy. I, I've heard everything across the board starting at well, the I Bears. I wanted to throw that in because he and the Bears' new offensive line coach are best friends. Of yeah. course. Right. And you don't want to overplay he those connections, him. but they are tight. And I can tell you at the USC game earlier this year when I was covering Notre Dame on NBC, the Bears. Scouting staff was there to look at the Notre Dame offensive lineman. I'm just, yeah. I'm just throwing some more. Probably so, quite often, too. Yeah, yeah I know that. I know that the, the link has always been there with Quentin Nelson to the Bears. The question it is, is, with is McGlinchey the too. Bears with McGlinchey. Yeah, yeah, I think Nagy love him as much. have to change his pants if he got McGlinchey or Nelson. It would be amazing. Only thing, I mean, I don't know. We're talking about the Bears again. The only thing I'll say with the Bears is their old line is really good. That's a, It's not a yeah. desperation yep. thing, like where I look at them and go, ooh, they need that so badly. It's the, a pretty good group, and they've well, drafted some high-round yeah. high linemen the last yeah. few years. And I think the thing is, too, with, with the Niners, it's like an investment property. Yeah. You know, like the, those tackles, one of them's opening up soon. The other one's going to open up in a year or the two. The Niners conversation is fascinating to me, too, because just the fact of like— We also didn't bring Derwin James 
to this. Which well, I, I know, like right. the safeties. I, yeah. I, I do too. That's my right. issue. Too. I agree yes. with Miller. And I think with the corner thing too, like the scheme fit. I think that's the thing too. Like yeah. when I run the Seattle scheme, you don't, why? You don't need high. a you don't need a man to man shutdown corner in the top ten because no. why? You don't play man to man that yeah, much. Right. So that would be a waste to me. They and bail all the time. Right. Let us go to the final pick in our little situation here. Pick number ten. Oh, man, I love this theme song, man. I know you're expecting Reggie McKenzie, man, but I'll tell you, it's John Gruden's team now. And you're selling John. Reggie, out to lunch. Told him there was a two-for-one sound down at Subway. John Gruden, Sims, you look familiar. I think I coached that. Right. Hey, hey. When did John Gruden get an Italian I, accent? I think, yeah, I yeah, I it's like he's like, like from Rocky, from Northeast Jersey John over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. I hope John you guys Gruden at the reali- pizza joint. <laughs> I hope you guys realize by now I'm not good at imitations. Yeah. And the only thing I know about John Gruden is the word man. So yeah. then it, it all turns Italian. Yeah, yeah, I don't even guy. know. i got to figure out who the hell we've dra- who's been drafted here. i got a list. Yeah, give the list, Miller. Well, not in order, but on my board, Saquon's gone, Bradley Chubb's gone, Quentin Nelson's gone, Tremaine Edmonds is gone. Sam Darnold's gone. Minka Fitzpatrick is gone. Josh Allen, Roquan Smith, and Mike McGlinchey. So wow. best available on my board yeah, not Miller, a quarterback first. would be Denzel Ward would be best available. Derwin James, Connor Williams, Marcus Davenport, Harold Landry. So oh. those are his best available. Yeah. This is amazing. And our little mock here Mayfield and Rosen are falling out. I don't of the think top this 10. is crazy. I don't by think the way. so either. With no trades, this right, is so Miller of yeah. your top available. Who are you going with for the? This Raiders? is where Denzel Ward should come off the board. Just put put him, him and, and Gary, Gary and Conley. Conley. Yeah, if Gary and Conley can get over their shin splints, those things are, uh, are apparently really really hard to get over. I had them last high. year. Yeah, yeah. How are you doing? Because you're because you're yeah. overweight, and not a shape. That's why you had him. What? Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Top rope. I'm John Rudin, man. I'm John Gruden, man. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. I've never been out of shape. Oh, I thought you were Reggie McKenzie. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You yeah. are overweight and out yeah. of shape. I, I think this is Denzel Ward's spot. All right, so Miller's but going up to the podium again. You're for also an awful talent evaluator. No offense, yes. Chris. I mean, Josh laughed. But, uh, so you'll probably take someone like, I don't you know, Orlando Brown here. Interesting. Sims? <laughs> Okay, hold on. I'm trying to Connors, figure. This out. I got a boring pick here, but it's a necessity. Hold okay. on, I got to think. No, Connor's next. Vita Vea. Oh, the why middle is it boring. The, the middle because he's a guy that really is going to control double teams. Yes, he could push the pocket, but he's going to be the guy like Snacks Harrison was for a while, where you're saying, "Oh shit!" Like nobody runs the football on the Oakland Raiders anymore. He's just being playing to you with the, This is a guy. Yeah. This guy, yeah, here, man. Let me yeah. tell you, this guy's a football player. I'm playing yeah. to it. It works. Um, this is a need that has been a problem for a long time, and there's an easy solution sitting there on the board. Now, I thought a lot, uh, you know, I can consider someone like Derwin James here just because he's he's that good at this spot. Right. But I'm still going to take the need. Mm. And I think Derwin is a hard fit with Carl Joseph. Yes. They've and, spent a lot of And what about Obi Malafanu? That great no, thank draft you. pick that oh, yes. they made. Right. Well, I'm not giving up on that yet, so you can screw both of you guys, okay? I mean, that's. This is still believing yeah. in Obi. I mean, he played. You guys haven't seen him really play yet, that's so, true. That's, so that's, we're not yes, right or wrong. Right. right, right. That's, that's my true. fear. Sims, where are you going? Okay, I've got to throw some questions out to you. Like, listen, the guys they've thrown out, Vita Via, certainly good. We do have some big people in the middle of our defense, and we have spent picks on that. I, yeah. Again, yes, we obviously have to improve our run defense and all those things all together, certainly. But 
I also would pose this question for you with the safety question. As much as I love Derwin James, yeah, you know, Reggie, John, whoever you are right now, yeah, you got to figure out that we got Reggie Nelson, we got Marcus Gilchrist, we got, you know, uh, the kid from Carl West Virginia Joseph. and yeah. Obi Melvin Fonmu, right? A lot of players. So there's a lot of players at that position. Linebacker was certainly a need for us, but there's nobody there no. for a linebacker, no. right? So now, where do we go? I think to me, in my personal view, would be a Vita Via, certainly in that conversation I would go the next guy okay is I'm going Jair Alexander over Denzel Ward I like Jair Alexander oh, more we have a corner battle you have a corner battle yes a Jair Alexander excites me I think he is a true man-to-man shutdown cover corner he's gonna fit in the Paul Gunther scheme as far as what corners do for them uh I would think of, and he can return kicks for and us, and he can be truly one of the best punt returners in football. I worry about the knee. I hear you. I, 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 mean, I get he, that he didn't play hardly at all. Into I went to scout him six at the games, Clemson right? game, and he wasn't even on the field. Yeah, there's so. there's only six games and he played. I, he so we're definitely going same size. It sounds like we're yeah. definitely going defense. Yes, for the Raiders. we're going defense. There's no value. I mean, all right, then let's do this. Offensive line is sneaky. I I would consider, right. and everyone will probably laugh at this. I'd consider Isaiah Win here. Because he could play tackle and guard, and yeah. he could be very good at both in I my think eyes. He, I mean, he and Isaac Donald Penner are kind of the same guy. He's really good. I don't think he can play tackle. That's where okay, I would get yeah. concerned with it. I mean, he, and he, our, he could play guard, and we have decent guards, great. so that's what scares yep. me. Yes. All right, so let's do this. So it's not you a bad like thought. Jair Alexander, you like Denzel Ward, and you're picking Vita Vea. Yep. So the corners are the same. Yeah. If you could choose between those I really those like two Michael corners. Hughes, but the off-the-field issues, and we just yeah. got Daryl Worley, he's going to really scare me. And, I mean, damn, we're yeah, the Jared. Raiders and all, but we can't have a bunch of problems. Can we admit that John Gruden's going to like draft Calvin Ridley if this happens, and none of our opinions uh, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if he took DJ Moore right here. Yeah. I mean, who knows? That's such an you know. Al Davis pick. Right. All right, so hold so on. Those two Darryl corners, Worley. Jair Alexander and uh, Denzel Ward, who do you like of those two? I like Ward because I do have a slight fear of the medicals. With Jire, okay. that's the big. That's the big note for me. Okay, so um, I'm going to have to kind of knock out Jair here because I think that the safety of Denzel Ward uh, here uh, and this pick I like. So then that between now it's between Denzel Ward and Vita Vea. So Miller, what I was your take of Vita with, Vea? I like him, I, and we've talked a lot about him on Six Football. I have a hard time taking a nose tackle at ten overall. With the way the NFL yep. is going, and he's a really good nose tackle. He he can play some on third downs, but he's not going to be, you know, an interior penetrator. This isn't Gerald McCoy we're talking about. It's maybe like mid career Haloti Nada, where he can he's great at stacking up blockers and he can shed well, but he's not gonna he's not gonna have four or five sacks a season. I know you're a little concerned about his body. Well, his body is is it does concern me like four or five years from now. Yeah, I mean if he has a lazy off season and he decides to eat a lot, he'll be three seventy. Yeah. It's mean, over. But yeah. but man, it's hard to argue with the results there, Johnny Boy. I oh mean, yeah, because it's unbelievable. Is... I've never seen anything. I've never seen a body that ugly. That's that athletic. Totally and agree. Disruptive, and I do think that this is where me and Miller disagree on Vita Vita. I think there's a little more value in the pass game than I think he's gonna be able to push the pocket and shoot gaps a little. It certainly, was way better than I was expecting. I was expecting to see Danny Shelton just yeah. true plugger, yeah. and then all of a sudden I was like, damn, this guy's all over the freaking field. I so think I, I would call him a disruptor. He's not a disruptor. A yes. Is yeah. Denzel Ward going to be a disruptor? 
Denzel he's, Ward, I you know I'll lead off with my concerns. Yeah, okay, it. Denzel Ward is a phenomenal man-to-man corner. There's really on film not much not to like. I just don't think there's going to be a whole lot of playmaking. I worry about him like being a Ronald Darby, not making a whole lot of plays on the ball like him at a Florida State. His body is not the greatest, and I thought this is my number one issue with Denzel Ward. In transition, if he was playing the slot and the guy made a and he's backpedaling and now has to break on an out route from the slot, I did not think that was on par with the Jael Alexanders and the Mike Hughes of the world. And it's the reason he didn't run the three cone or the five ten five at the combine because he knows it's not that great. At least in my opinion, I'm just going right. to throw that out well, there. Well, I, I think the Indiana yeah. game showed some of those concerns. Yeah. He struggled with breaking balls and comebacks against Simi Cobbs. Exactly, struggled a little bit. That's with size. what worries me. Um, I, I like Ward just because I feel like, I mean, he was a one-year starter, so he has some ceiling because he was mm-hmm. behind Marshawn Lattimore and Gary Eli Apple. And so I don't think them, we've yeah. seen his best ball yet. Mm. Um, with Jair Alexander, I do. I mean, I worry about the knee. Um, yeah. And, with, and with, with Vita Vea, I think the, the thing that is a very good point is that, yeah, I mean, if he has a, an a off-season, off-season where he's like, whatever, no. I'm, I'm just going to eat rice. Yeah. And, and what are and, you thinking here, Mr. Vitavea? I, I have to stick with We have with the them. ninth pick in the second round, too. Yeah, oh, that I, was my other point. We can get Jerron Payne in the second round. Yeah, but on the flip side, to me, we might be able to get you know an Isaiah Oliver. I don't know if he falls that far. I like MJ Stewart. I, Mike Hughes, how far is he going to fall? Cause yeah. I think he's the second-best corner in the class. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think he's off. probably like late first, early second. Yeah, so, We're at, I'm standing my ground because I think Vita Vea, he's been uh, you know labeled as a two-down player, and I don't agree with that. I think he's a three-down player and, and a very, very good one. Last point for each of you. What are your last final votes? I mean, John Gruden's going to mess vi- this up my, anyway. My final vote is, I think if I had to go here, I would go Vita Vea. Miller? I think it makes sense. I, I like him, and, and he will immediately improve the run game. I think the middle linebacker for the Raiders is trash, so he might as well try to stop the run this way. I, I will... Uh, I'll take it. You're going to take Vettavia? Yeah, I'll go with it. I think Denzel Ward's better, but it's cool. Switch yep. to Denzel Ward just to mess with them. Yeah, yeah I, I'm kind of changing my mind. <laughs> but when you all get fired, I'm going to be like, hey, I just think of guys like, yeah. like, like Gunther, too. Like, I mean, they need both Davenport's positions. Davenport's not yeah. an option here? <sighs> I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Are you a... All right, just ask it. Yeah. We're going to go it's, with it's, Vita it's, Vita it's a thought. I mean, there's the no doubt. pick for the Oakland Raiders. So that means, I'm going to try and do this off the top of my head. The number one pick, the Cleveland Browns go Josh Allen. The number two pick, the New York Giants go Saquon Barkley. The number three pick, the Jets go Sam Darnold because of Josh Rosen's F. Trump hat. I love that. Can't believe I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> Four Cleveland Browns, easiest pick in the draft was Bradley Chubb. Broncos come and go Quinton Nelson at five. Six Indianapolis Colts. We go with Roquan Smith, middle of the defense guy. Number seven is going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they go with Minka Fitzpatrick. Eight is the Bears. We have them taking... Tremaine Edmonds. Tre- was it? Right? Yes. Tremaine with yeah, their next Tremaine Brian Erlacher. Number nine, the Niners go Mike McGlinchey. And number 10, the Oakland Raiders go Vita Vea. And that is the Sims and Lefko stick to football right. GM roundtable. So that wait, was fun. That was I enjoyed awesome. that. It was fun. Let's just real quick talk about who are the guys that maybe could sneak into this conversation, we right? Have two those... court, and we have Rosen and Mayfield falling. And then at 11, the Dolphins yeah. take Mayfield. I think they would take Rosen. I, I think two. Uh, yeah, I think they would take Rosen. I don't know. I think they would take Baker. I don't know that. <laughs> I know I he just, wants to that's just the when feeling. Mind being there. That's <laughs> a, I don't want Baker in South Beach. That's just the, I'll, the I'll feeling I get. So let's say our thing happens. I think then at nine, um, 
there's going to be a lot of teams trying to get ahead of Miami. Yeah, there would and be. And that's what I yes. think the trades, and I think the yep. Niners could take advantage of it. Yep. The Raiders are in a nice spot. The Bears are in a nice spot. Once it gets out of, like, five or six, Cardinals could be trading up. Ravens could be trading up. Chargers could be trading up. It could be really interesting. It really can be. I mean, it, it is. because the, Who else are you the saying? Ha- well, the Harold Landry discussion is, is a phenomenal discussion. I mean, yeah, he's a special guy at a very valued position yeah. in football. He right? super high. We didn't have Derwin James drafted, right? Did we? No, no we didn't. No. Derwin James is the same type of thing. It's a special guy for a position that is in premium in the NFL right now. So those are guys we missed on. I certainly. think exercises like this are really good because fans will say, "No, no, no, Derwin James is a top ten pick." Yes. It's like, okay, but it doesn't always he work go? out. Right. I know. Right. That's what people. It, yeah, he is. He's one of the ten best players or fifteen best players. Doesn't always mean you necessarily get picked in that region. Man. Final thoughts. Uh, I think it's time for some draft on draft. All right, perfect. Yeah. If you have been listening on Sims and Lefko, you are about to hear our interview with Derwin James. If you are listening on Stick to Football, you're about to hear draft on draft, which is, of course, Sims and Lefko fans suddenly do at the end of every podcast. So Sims and Lefko, go listen to the end of Stick to Football, finish the episode, make it a completed episode, then leave them a five-star review. And if you're Stick yeah, to Football, <laughs> come back over to Sims and Lefko, do the same thing, and listen to the end and get that five-star review. View. We love you all. Join us Thursday night. We're going to be on Facebook Live, YouTube, and also the BR app. Join us. It's going to be sick. Connor's going to be announcing every pick. We're not waiting on TV. We're going to try and give out the picks as early as we can, and we're not messing around. Talk to you soon. Well, look who it is. Look My what best buddy, Derwin James. He can't find a t-shirt that fits him. The extra schmedium he's got on to show his muscles nah, today. No, nah, this is an this XL, man. Come on, man. That's awesome. Uh, I got a chance to hang out with Derwin for Old Spice. We did a little smell test. He couldn't decide between peanut butter and cinnamon. But Come on, man. You're tricking me, man. I couldn't get it. What? I know. I, you're, you don't have a first round nose. I know that. You wouldn't. You didn't <laughs> yeah. know whether it was peanut yeah, butter or coffee. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, my nose is not first round right now. <laughs> right. That's amazing. Uh, also, uh, I hear you got stuck in an elevator. Oh yeah, man. I was stuck in the elevator, man. Um, these elevators are going slow around here. Well, yeah, Dallas. The Dallas knows you're going to be off the board by the time they're picking. They're trying to get you. You know, yeah, trap. They don't want to worry you anymore. <laughs> Let's get rid of them. <laughs> All right, so we have we have Derwin today thanks to Old Spice's new Flake Defense 2-in-1 Anti-Dandruff Shampoo and Conditioner. Wow. I think you could use that. Giving guys great hair with long-lasting scent and dandruff yeah. fighting power all in one product. Learn more at OldSpice.com. Uh, Derwin, man, I'll tell you what. He talks to a lot of dudes in the NFL, and a lot of guys right now are going, I don't know if Derwin's going to last long. Yeah, I, I, I will. I'll second that. I mean, Derwin, first of all, you're one of my man crushes in this draft just because of the style, the way Appreciate you play. That, it's awesome, man. That, um, but but, but I, I do think th- this is the first thing I want to – I've talked to a lot of people in the NFL. I mean, there's no way you're not going in the top 12. I hope you know that. And what, the one thing I talk to with my friends around the NFL, they're just – you, the guy, is who they're so impressed with. They all say the yeah. same thing. You're going to go into the locker room and be a leader and be one of the main dudes in that locker room. I want to know from you just what? how did you become that guy? What in your background has made you such a great leader and that guy in the locker room? Uh, I just say my parents. Um, first and foremost, I want to give them the credit. Um, my parents, my dad, and my stepdad, they did a great job of raising me um, You know how to be a role model. And you know just how to not follow people. I feel like that helped me become a leader just – not following people and um, surrounding myself by the by the right crowd, and I feel like um, 
you know, I'm a, I'm a tone setter, so people like to follow, and yep. I just stuck with it. Are, are you a, are you more of a what what do you think you are more of a vocal leader or a lead by example kind of guy? How would you how would you I'm, put it? I'm I'm, I'm really a, a guy that's gonna um, you know set the tone. I'm more of a tone setter, but I lead by example because you know you never have to worry about me off the field and on the field. You know the work speaks for itself. So I just say both really. Yeah. All right, so you know who you are, and the funny thing about the draft prospect uh, process is we're always comparing you to people. I've seen everything <laughs> from Cam Chancellor to Sean Taylor, all these safeties. I'm curious, yeah. which one is the most accurate? Which one did you kind of have in the back of your head? Oh, man. I say all three because I take something from all their games. I feel like the edge that Sean played with and then um, – yeah, Barry, he's fast. He played the ball. And then um, also, you know, like that Trump Palomalo type, being able to get in the box and blitz also. Yeah. So so it was Eric Barry. I take some out of everybody. So, I dig it. Yeah, I mean, and you should because you're, you got a special talent set, dude. So that, there's no denying that. that that's where I want to go, too. I mean, wh- how do you envision being used in the NFL? What do you think out of the teams that are interested in you that's a scheme that really does fit your skill set and what you can do on the field? Oh, man, I'm blessed, man. That's all I can say. Um, but really, um, any scheme that I go into, I feel like I, I, I play well. I feel like. If I go on a cover three scheme, I, I play well coming down or playing in the middle of the field. If I go on the quarters or cover two, playing deep, I'd be good. So it, it just depends on the team and the system and what they see me as. Um, some teams see me as playing slot corner, right. listening out there in the box. So covering twos and covering the tight end. So it just depends on the team. I know you love it, all of it. Like a, you're you're a football it's, player. Yeah, it's fun, I, man. I'm, I, a, I'm a football player. I know you, you know do. That. So do you do you have one spot though out of like all those that you mentioned that you go, oh, that's my favorite. I like being the nickel linebacker or the nickel slot or the safety, whatever it may be. I just depend on the team, man. If they got a good tight end, I want to go guard the, the best tight end. If they got yeah. a good receiver, I want to play the receiver. The quarterback's really good. I want to be deep, kind of get in. So it really depends on the team. Yeah, okay. I think I want to go next. Do you mind if I steal your question with yeah. that one? Oh, you're such a jerk. But go Can ahead. I? No, go ahead. Yeah. A real, he had a really good question, but I want to take it. All right. You have faced Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson, and I'm curious what that experience was like comparing those two. Oh, my God. It's two different experiences because, I mean, Deshaun Watson, I mean, he's a great passer, great great player, man, one of the best players I've ever played against. And um, he can also run the ball. But Lamar Jackson is just like, I mean, once he once he makes his mind up that he's going to run the ball, it's, you got, I mean, it's been plenty of times I'm covering the receivers downfield. I'm, I'm just looking. I say, oh, man, he's running again. He's the I only guy it. that made you break down. Like, he's the yeah. only guy I've watched yeah, that you didn't run. just shoot your gun and go knock his head off. I You're mean, like, oh, hold on a second. Yeah, you, you gotta you, you can't just run at him crazy. It'll make you look silly, man. Right, but, right. You know we had a we had, we had a lot of. We, I mean, it was a lot of good matchups against us um, in, the, in the two three years that we were there. So yeah. I, I we asked this. I asked this to Chubb yesterday, and I said, "So then, what's it like to hear the media and, and all these teams? Like, an offensive coordinator came out today and said Lamar's not going to make it in this league. What do you think when you hear that, having played him? That's bull, man. To me, that's bull, man. He's. I mean, I played against a lot of great quarterbacks, um, some of some of the top quarterbacks in the country. Um, but he's, if not the best, one of the best that I played against. He's not just a runner; he can pass, man. He's a great leader. He gets the team going, and um, he like to win, man. He's a compete. He yeah. like to compete. 
Yeah, I mean, he, he's – so what you're saying, just to sum that up, he's in the conversation for you with Deshaun Watson as far as being that kind yeah, of a special yeah. quarterback. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Hands down, definitely. Good, yeah. yeah. We're just trying to shut some of that crap up, up out there about, yeah, you know – yeah. 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 Yeah, man, he's – I mean, the numbers speak for that seven. Just turn on the tape, man. I mean – Ask anybody he's facing him. I feel like he's a great quarterback. Man. Right. All right. So at this point, here we are. We're just a little over 24 hours out in the NFL draft. You're man, we- I'm excited. You're, you're getting paid by Old Spice. You're wearing your extra schmedium t-shirt. What? You're not a schmedium, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's but what? Old Spice, you know, they make it where it fit, right? It, it looks like a, like it a does. medium, don't it? Well, you, you make it look fit with your bench press and your yeah. guns. Uh, but, <laughs> but the big thing is, do you have a gut feeling of where you are going to end up. You don't have to tell us who, but do you think you know who's going to pick you at this point yet? I don't know. A lot of people have been saying Tampa, but we'll, we'll see what happens, man. Yep. We just did a mock draft, and we had a bunch of people in here, and we selected you going to Tampa with the seventh pick. That's what we're thinking. Yeah, I mean, anything can happen. Now. They can trade back. They can get somebody else. But they I can be a, like I'm the best, what I'm would the best it? I know you'll be happy no matter where you go. I mean, I know nah, that. Yeah, I'll be happy. I'll be happy anywhere I go. It don't for me. It don't matter. Yeah, it don't is matter it cool though? One pick. Right, right. Oh, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, it's, it's definitely cool because I mean, you you work your butt off to get here. Man, a lot of sacrifices. A lot of people sacrifice for you to be here, and I'm just happy to be here, man. Does it make it any extra special? And do you, do you care if you stay in state? I mean, you know, I, I didn't I get a chance to play in state where you know I grew up and everything like that. But I mean, would it be cool to stay in Florida? In your opinion? Yeah, it'd be cool. It'd definitely be cool, man. Yeah. More family at the game, more more support. But yeah. like I say, if I had to go out of state, I, I don't mind, man. Yeah, yeah. And if the Giants trade down and take you, you have to let us take you around New York. We're going to show you a good time. All right, cool, man. Cool. Awesome. Uh, Derwin, of course, is brought to us again. Old Spaces, Old Spice's new Flake Defense 2-in-1 Anti-Dandruff Shampoo and Conditioner. Go to OldSpice.com. Derwin, man, congratulations, bro. Enjoy Thank that y'all, shit, man. Thank yeah. y'all, man. Thank y'all for having me, though, man. We're rooting for you, man. Kick some ass, man. We'll see you. We'll see you. You come in here next year. You got to come here and hang out with us. Yeah, we'll, I'll slide in your DMs. All right, for sure, man. Tell <laughs> them to get that Old Spice, man. All right. Everybody yeah, out there. Peace see out, man. All right. So you ended that, and you went, and that's why everyone wants to draft Derwin James. Yes. Why? Because just look how— Because that wasn't like Josh Rosen. So like now I'm on the Josh Rosen scale, and obviously Derwin's my boy. Right. But I'm just curious. Well, yeah, he's not like maybe quite the, you know, going to say these deep, intricate answers like Josh Rosen, but just the—you could see how comfortable he was. I mean, he was so willing to basically run the interview, say what he wanted. As soon as we came on before we started recording, it was just very easy. There's no. You're not going to give me any credit for that. No, well, yeah, certainly the relationship happened, but it just shows me again, though. This is what teams are talking about. I got you. He's, you could just tell he's a leader. He's had a great support system, as he mentioned, with his family his yeah. whole life, and that shows in, in everything he does. I, I did yeah. you realize that I completely messed up when I told him where we had him going in the mock? Yes, I did. I, I wanted to be like, you're an idiot. But we had Minka we, Fitzpatrick I wanted to be like, seventh. actually, we haven't even had you go yet. <laughs> That's what I mean. You're like, you're definitely going to the top 12. And then in my head, I was like, oh, man, we didn't draft him. We didn't have him going yet. But, uh, no, I, um, yeah, I, I thought he went seventh. He did not. Yes, no, it's but, all right. But he could very easily go seventh. I think that's a very real conversation that's going on in Tampa right now. Every single guy that we ask about Lamar, it's he's undefeated. a baller. He it's, can play. He can do it. Right. Players know when it comes to... 
like guys they've seen in person and played against and been on the field or played with and been on the field and practiced, that's when they really know. Now, if it's guys they haven't seen or whatever, it's like players aren't the guys they're going to study. But, man, I mean, you know, in the world of the, the freakiest of freaky athletes, yeah. even in an NFL team, after a few weeks of practice, everybody goes, yeah, I mean, we're freaks, but that guy... So is on another level. Apparently, he's compared to three guys a lot. Cam Chancellor, Eric Berry, and yeah. Sean Taylor. Right. Which one is he actually closest to? I don't to? see the Eric Berry as much as the other two. Um, hmm. I think he's more Sean Taylor than anything. Wow. Right. That's, what That's I a say. hell of a, co- I know. a conversation. I know. The only negative I have with Derwin James in general, just there's one negative to his game, is just I worry about like short area quickness. If he had to cover a back out of the backfield man-to-man, I don't necessarily think that's his strongest thing. But it's not a deal breaker, of course. But again, his top end speed, his aggressiveness, his willingness to what we would say in the NFL to shoot his gun to go, oh, wait. There's I recognize this. I recognize this. this hole. I see the running backs this going to run through here. This is a wide receiver screen. I'm right. going. I'm going, and I'm going to knock his head off. That's what I love about his and game. And also think about this. This is the kind of guy that played with Jalen Ramsey mm-hmm. and all of those teams. And all of those guys are having a ton of success Definitely. right now. Yes. And I know that our guy, Michael Felder, loved Derwin James. Yeah, how can you not? He's a, he's a man. He's our kind of guy. I mean, he's no nonsense. And I just, I would, I would implore anybody, go online and look up Derwin James in a bull rush against the Florida offensive lineman. Yeah. When Derwin James' safety yeah. lifts an offensive lineman off the ground with one arm and then tosses him to the ground. Yeah. It's just a special athlete. Yeah. And he's my buddy. I know. He is. He likes you. And I do think it's... it's is not- that a character flaw? Is that a red flag <laughs> a little bit but no i think um i think sometimes where i miss on derwin james guys is not necessarily the fact of derwin derwin james but maybe i think i don't quite give the significance of that position in the nfl right now it's it's just due right how it's so important you're sitting next to mr safety yeah i know mr multiple yeah. positions all over the right. field like the eagles when ronald darby got hurt yeah. relied on the three or four safety sets mm-hmm. at some points this year yeah. and think about the value of a guy like malcolm jenkins to that team yeah. and their ability to to guard the receiver in the slot and go back and and think about devin mccordy to the patriots the really smart defensive teams want guys that can play all over. Right. And he could be a linebacker. Yes. He could be a safety. He could yeah. be a corner. Yeah. No, he's he's going to be an in-the-box safety, I think, for the most part. You're going to see him used like a whatever. I, You know what? I got. He's almost going to be more like Dayon Buchanan, Telvin Smith, I think, than anything at the end of the day. He's wow. almost going to be like that kind of guy. Mark Barron type right. of stuff. I think so. All right. Guys, I uh, hope you enjoyed uh, what we did with Stick to Football. If you are Stick to Football fans and you're listening to us now, we had a pleasure having you. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. We love those guys, Connor and Matt are awesome. Uh, I'll just kind of clear it out one more time. Thursday night live. You could either watch it on Facebook, you could watch it on YouTube, or you could watch it on the BR app. We're also going to be making videos for the BR app, so I'd highly recommend that. It's a really good time, but it's going to be me, Sims, and Miller on Thursday night, me, Sims, and Miller on Friday, and then Connor and Miller taking you home on Saturday. It should be awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, can't wait. I am too. This is going to be a draft where no one knows anything. Nope. So you are going to see genuine surprised reactions on this desk, and we're following Twitter. We're not waiting. Waiting for television because that is old news. For Sims, peace out, homies. I see Fendrick. Good evening, everyone. And the LEFKOE man says good night. Thank you. Don't miss that again. <laughs> Holler at you Thursday night. It's trip, baby. See you soon. <laughs>